welcome back to another episode of Coffee Connect with your host, Vanessa. Today's episode, episode eight, is titled Living with Anxiety and Can You Live in Balance? And the reason why I wanted to kind of dive into this topic is because literally everybody deals with anxiety at some point, daily, hourly, Um, it's just something that we kind of have to cope with, um, being a human and we are often in search of that ultimate balance state or ideally the flow state where everything feels, um, ideal and good and perfect. And really, is that even obtainable and how long can you last in a balanced state? And obviously that's up for discussion and dependent on so many different variables. So let's kind of dive in. The first step in dealing with anxiety is acknowledging it exists. Put a name to it. Sit with it for a while. Not every experience is going to be caused by the same thing. So if we separate the experience as if we were meeting anxiety like meeting a new person... It helps approaching the anxiety again uh, when you have another episode. For instance, typically when people are living in an anxious state, they're living in what I call quote-unquote tomorrow land. Nothing can be controlled in tomorrow land. Everything continues to pile up. You get a front row view of it all, but you cannot fix it and you cannot impact anything. And then a close friend of Tomorrowland is Yesterdayland. That's where depression lives. Again, very similar in the sense that you can also not touch anything, but rather live on a hamster wheel with replaying memories that are often our failures. Constantly having a front row view of our mistakes or our successes that where nothing measures up and nothing can be fixed. And then, what would be ideal is living in the present. I call that the balanced state. We are viewing everything in present time. Everything feels clear. Potentially looking at three steps ahead of any issue and living with filled lungs and a calm heart. Able to receive all that is happening for you and not against you. What makes anxiety so impossible to live with is that most people won't even make time to sit with it. Again, imagine anxiety is a person. Typically, we hide from it. We don't want to talk about it. And we usually have a solid coping mechanism for it when it arises so that we never actually have a conversation for why it's there. Coping can look like excessive working out, Overeating, undereating, excessive drinking, social media abuse, gaming for endless amounts, you name it. Anything that would be considered an avoidant activity that will not allow us to think about why are we anxious. The reason why it's so important to sit with your anxiety is because oftentimes that it's oftentimes that you will see it again. And if you can figure out where it's coming from and put a name to it, you could potentially rid the anxiety. How great would it be to live without anxiety on a daily basis? 
But the problem is, is that we don't want to sit with it. And typically, the stuff that are not healthy coping mechanisms are usually the ones that are a little bit more delicious and a little bit easier to play around with rather than meeting your anxiety with a new way of thinking and healthy coping mechanisms for um, a release. Anxiety can be seen as a big ball of chaotic energy that kind of bounces around the walls, getting bigger and faster and more destructive and eventually turns into the unavoidable anxiety attack that I'm sure that we've all experienced at least once and most likely on IH35. This is why having a circle of small, well, small or large, it doesn't matter, um, that you, of people that you can trust and be authentically yourself is important. Being able to actually say your thoughts and worries out loud with no judgment is crucial for creating a balanced state. And ideally having a circle that helps you support your healthy coping mechanisms instead of your unhealthy ones will help you with releasing um, any of your chaotic energy and help change perspective. In contrast, if we're dealing with everything alone, that's usually pride or ego talking. Um, and it normally sounds like this. I can't look weak. I can do it all alone. I don't want to be a burden. No one else has these issues. They would never understand. People have bigger issues than this. I better stay quiet, etc., etc., and so forth. All those reasons are just the story that we tell ourselves. And it's not actually factual it's just our feelings because we're in an emotional state but as we know if you have at least one solid friend or family member you can talk to they would slap you for making excuses like that we must be able to pull the trigger and speak about the unspoken to face the fears that are seemingly unbeatable putting up with anxiety for too long can become numbing and gradually build into depression where you feel unreachable, dark, heavy, and lost in depressive thoughts, where your reality is shit and it feels like there's no changing it. So again, you cope with numbing agents and it becomes all cyclical. That is a life of choice. Wouldn't you rather a life of creation? Imagine a life of infinite possibilities. I truly believe that gratitude can change your attitude and your attitude deeply affects your perspective. And what happens when you sit too long in one perspective? Everything that was once inspiring becomes white noise. Nothing feels beautiful. You become complacent, comfortable. So here's what I have to say about that. Create imbalance through connection to create a new balance, to make inspiration, and take your mess and make it your message. Because, visualize, a filled cup is best shared with an empty cup, and so on and so forth, so that no cup is ever left empty for too long. When we help, 
we inspire others to help. And when we give, we often receive more than we gave. I love that quote, make your mess your message, because living is all about failing and living to tell the story. So when others come to share, you either help them through by sharing your experiences with failures, or you connect through shared experiences or of past failures. This is a beautiful, there is a beautiful depiction of having your failures on display with the Japanese tale where every time the bowl breaks, they fix it with gold. Therefore, making the bowl more beautiful and valuable than before the break. This inspired my thought that my cracks are my maps. I will gladly show you any of my maps because I want to inspire people to move forward and not give up. The destination is closer than you think, and the joy of the journey is a far better gift than the destination itself. So let's go back to the beginning. We start by getting past our anxiety by actually giving it a name, sitting with it, walking with it, creating new pathways that are healthier habits than avoidant and detrimental coping mechanisms that lead us right back to where we were or worse. Visualize your habits, good or bad, as pathways. The road most traveled is the easiest to see. We know where we're going, we know what we're going to get on along the way, and we know what the end looks like. This is also called comfort. Our bodies and brains love to experience the easy route. It makes sense to us. But in order to live a life of bigger and better experiences, we must do the things we once weren't willing to do. This means creating a new pathway. Maybe one that's longer, scarier, unpredictable, and oftentimes more challenging. But the more connections we make, we can walk along beside others that have once traveled the harder roads and all of a sudden the journey isn't so bad. And when we take others with us to share experience and joy and success, isn't that what life is all about? It's about sharing your success because what is success when it's not shared? Lonely. So I end today's podcast by reiterating how important it is to connect. Retreat when you need to. Listen to your body. Fill your cup so that you may fill others. But ultimately, listen to your energy. Your body speaks to you all of the time. But you must be willing to listen And you must stay still enough to really hear and do the hard things in order to have the great things in life that life is truly trying to to give you. And remember, my friends, life is always happening for you, not to you. You, and only you, are in charge of creating it. Now, you just must lead the way. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast about living with anxiety and creating your life of balance. 
You not you must go with the flow and ride the waves as they come and try not to fight the bigger waves when they come crashing because, you know, that quite literally depicts a moment of drowning. So best ride the wave while you're on it and flow with life's ebbs and flows. Thanks again for joining me today on Coffee Connect. Until next time, my friends, this has been Essa. Have a great evening.